Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program. It's great to connect with all of you here. Um, if you're new to the pro- program, welcome. It's a little Soul Tribe fam here. Wonderful to have you on board, and those of you that are um, returning and consistent listeners, always great to connect with you, and uh, always great to have you call in and share your insights and questions and comments in the chat as well. So those of you that are listening later in the archives, you're with us too, right, because there is no time at the present moment. I uh, want to welcome you as well, and thank you for co-creating Awakenings. You know, I always say this because... Awakenings really is this co-creation, and many of you that have been on the journey with me for a while, with all of us for a while, you really see that. Um, it's by the input, the questions, comments, the people that call in, um, the people in the chat, and all of you, of course, that um, listen later in the archive. So with that said, um, I'd love to connect with you further. Uh, many of you know I have a YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I do monthly and weekly readings there, so you might want to dive into that and um, connect further there, as well as Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, Facebook. And I'm really active on my Insta and Facebook. So uh, moon magic, moon cycle posts, um, inspiration, answer questions as well. And then, of course, we have the Awakenings community page on Facebook, which is so inspired by people's posts, comments, feedback, questions, you know, people really are consciously on a path and really there. It's not about, it's not spammy. You know, a lot of pages get spammy. It's not spammy. You can share what it is you're doing, but we ask that you get to know a little bit about the group or yourself, you know, just reveal some stuff. And then when you're sharing, if you just say, hey, I'm doing this, or I'd like you to know about this, or I'd like you to be involved, or let me know what you think. It's not just a place to just copy and paste, you know, just, again, spam. It's not a spammy place, but it is a place of true connection um, and insight and inspiration. So you may want to get more um, connected there and uh, share, contribute, because part of the awakening process, a big part of it is sharing your own insights, your own gifts, your own truth. Even disagreeing with others is fine. You know, I see it this way, you see it that way. That's great. You know, it's opening the perspective. But it's really about engagement and inserting yourself in your own life. It's not just that you're getting information or insights or guidance or healing. All of that is happening, right, individually and collectively, but that you're also a part of it and contributing. This way your soul gets to extend or express out more. 
Well, okay. So, um, yeah, let me know about my sound. Let's see, Lar is in the chat. Hello, Lar. Um, I'm on a different mic, so and I'm in the mountains. So we'll do what we can do. If it's a little low, turn it up. So second half of the program, we've got a great guest that's coming on who I recently met who trained with a Maori, uh, a Maori Tahanga elder. Any of you that know about Maori healing, uh, she was initiated into that, and we're going to be diving in deep. Kind of about the spiritual pitfalls on seeking the, on awakening, you know, and um, it's, it's just nice to get another person's perspective on it. So you want to stick around for that at the second half of the program. If you have a question or a comment or you want a reading, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And please press 1 on your keypad. Um, and also for all things Awakenings, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, uh, go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. It's, it's really, I don't look at the messages because they get so spammy um, on the Awakenings with Michelle Mache page. We just, we don't pull guests from there. You know, you can either write in or email in or have your publicist or publisher, you know, whomever's helping you or yourself at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's kind of how we do it. We've got a great producer, guest booker, guest liaison person, Sadie, and she handles everything amazingly, superbly, and with a lot of love and consciousness. So you might want to do that. Um, I am still reading bit by bit The Magical Path and Loving That and The Source, Tara Swart, The Source, and The Magical Path, Mark Allen. And then I want to let you guys know about a couple other uh, tools that I've been playing around with that I really like. Llewellyn Publishing Company sent these to me. Uh, Whispers of the Ocean Oracle Cards by Angela Hartfield. And then I've been getting into the Lenormand. I don't know if I'll do it on YouTube or, you know, with my clients, but I'm definitely having fun um, playing around with it for my friends and for myself with the Lenormand deck. And then there was another oracle that I really love, the art, um, which is Everyday Witch Oracle by Deborah Blake. And the art is by Elizabeth Alba. So um, I feel that they're going to be coming on. The publisher reached out, so they'll probably be coming on, and we'll be diving deep into divination tools. So look for that, um, as well as some courses that I have coming up um, via YouTube on divination. Oh, what a great day. It's raining here in the mountains, and it's just so amazing. Such a blessed, bliss day, and so great to connect with all of you. So, you know, when I'm connecting with all of you, I feel uplifted. You know, I do my meditation before coming on air. So, we are going to get to callers again. That number is 347 539 5122, and press one on the keypad. But right now, I'm going to just dive in just a little bit to a couple dreams that listeners sent in to me. One was James. Who says, by the way, loved your interpretation of my last Satan dream. That was a good one. Okay, so he says, another dream in which I witnessed massive volcanoes kicking off in Mexico, which created earthquakes. The earthquakes shook retail and outer buildings apart. I watched people falling over each other to the ground, including the sick being thrown out of a hospital building. The same dream, a mate told me he was going away for 20 months. He was going off system and living from cash, no plastic. 
all rather graphic, but it was symbolic, your thoughts. Well, I do feel like many of you are tapping into what is going to be happening. The location may or may not be right. It, it may be, or it may be qualities of that place. Um, and I do feel like many of you heard, you know, know my story of during 9-11, I was supposed to be traveling that week and going back east. And for two weeks, I had dreams of being sucked out of an airplane and blown up in an airplane. Really, really shocking dreams. And it was interesting because well-meaning friends of mine and even a, a therapist, a guide, a healer that I was working with at the time, thought it was stress. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I love turbulence on the plane. I don't have issues about flying. You know, and I'm, you know, I like roller coasters. I like that. No, this is something else. And what it was, now I didn't, I canceled my plans. I did not, I ended up not flying on that date. And of course, I would have been right in the 9-11 situation. Um, tragedy, right? So there is, and a lot of people Google this, there is something that happens when mass situations are happening. Remember, we're all interconnected. So you can be getting things through the porousness of your subconscious, unconscious, or the mainstream consciousness, the group awareness, the group consciousness of something that's happening or percolating. So when we're dream, doing dream therapy or dream analysis as a dream anal, you know, therapist and dream interpreter that, um, training that I have, we always look at the individual. We look at the collective. We look at the predictive, the forecasting. We look at it with others or groups or um, people we may know as all, you know, relevant, especially if it's people that we know, then it's usually an aspect or a part of us that we either need to integrate or going through a growth spurt or that we just need to be aware of or there's a message there. And so I would say, look again, James, look at it in both these ways, but I also feel like this has a lot to do with change, perhaps turbulent change in your life. And when I look at going off the system and living more from cash, there is this thing like neoplastic about simplifying more and becoming more mobile. I, I have the, been living this way, which I, I was, you know, in the, I don't know, 90s and early 2000s. I've been pretty rooted for the last, you know, I was rooted in my awareness and consciousness and in my higher self, but I was traveling a lot and a lot more physically mobile. And I feel that many people, especially light workers, starseeds, are getting that call to, you know, you have your base, but to become more mobile, that, the, that your center comes from within, your security and stability comes from within. And so there has been, in fact, we had the guest, Gail Minogue, if you want to, you know, connect with her or listen to that episode. She dives a lot into numerology and astrology, and she works in finance, so she uses that for you know, global um, trends, national and global international trends. And she talked about this and in her newsletter. So getting less dependent on things, connecting more with people, you know, people, spirituality, your spirit, community, the qualities of life that are, you know, eternal, right? That, that may not be as tangible, but really bring the most fulfillment. So I do feel that is the message for many people right now, especially with um, the, the north, you know, the north node in um, Cancer, south node in Capricorn, as these structures 
get broken up, these earth structures, that's a different game that we're playing. So again, if you're awake, aware, living on a path, you know, consciously on a path, spiritual path, the soul path, you are going to get these messages of your next steps. Like, where can you loosen up on the attachments? And that doesn't mean you don't like things or buy things or, believe me, I love my things. I love my handbags and clothes and whatever, you know, my books, my music, my technology, my devices. But, you know, watch, is there an over-focus on that? Okay, so that's what I would say for that. Um, So, James, I hope that helps. Hello, everyone in the chat. Just seeing more people come in. Okay. So we got another question, then we're going to get to callers. So hang on the line. Okay, this is by Sue. Now, this is a long dream that has a lot to do with Krishna. Um, So I'm just going to kind of read through it and paraphrase. Um, Anytime you can have a dream with a deity, a a god, a guru, a teacher. Even a lot of people that I work with have dreams. And I do, yes, I travel the etheric plane, the astral plane, healing and helping and chit-chatting. And I've had clients as well as friends that we've had the same dream or we've talked and connected in the dream and we have verified that. And so, yes, it can be the teacher, the guide, you know, um, the god or goddess or god connecting with you archetype, the archetypal energies, but it's also a call to connect with that aspect within you. And Krishna has a lot to do with what we may say in the West, although some, you know, people that are, you know, studying a lot or or follow Hinduism say not necessarily, but it is kind of the Christos, Krishna, the um, kind of Christ consciousness, um, also for help you know, um, extending or expanding uh, the supreme God, you know, the avatar of Vishnu. So it is that God within, you know. Um, the supreme, so the God, the all that is. So what is that part of you? What is, what is that part of you that you can connect in with to connect in with that energy? I guess that's that's a way to put it. You know, he's usually symbolized as blue. Um, you know, again, it's believed to be an incarnation of the god Vishnu. Uh, and the supreme god, the supreme of the, the, you know, the all that is, right? Um, I can't remember. I, something about, no, one thing I remember, there's this, like, folklore that Krishna drank some poison and he turned blue a bluish tinge of skin. So one of the things is there is this idea with Krishna, like in a way like Ganesh, Ganesha, remover of obstacles, but also that we transmute. There's a transmutation energetically of the poisons or toxins or toxicity, you know, you know, latent emotional situations or relationships perhaps that are taxing us, exhausting us. And, you know, everything is alchemical. So as we, like, ingest something, also that homeopathic, you know, it's like getting inoculated a little bit, a vaccine, a little bit of something, you know, a little, like, a homeopathic remedy can help us. So this is why, I mean, I, I remember my a lot of my teachers would say, 
not to worry, you know, that it's all consciousness and not to worry so much about, you know, we don't want to have a lot of it, you know, obviously littering and EMFs and, you know, certain foods and, you know, the water not being pure. You have to remember consciousness is always steps ahead, so we will have those solutions, even though, yes, you want to work on not having that, whether it's through activism or personally recycling. Yes, you want to do your part, but my belief and contention and what I, you know, learned, this, this belief, and I happen to agree with it, that it's, it's really about bumping up the immune system. So the more you can do, if you can, sometimes you can't, and sometimes certain people can't because it's compromised. And so, again, there's no hard or fast rule or it has to be this way or that way. It's, it's so personal to people. But think of Krishna with a little bit of inoculation that you can transmute that poison. You can transmute those lower-level expressions, lower-level emotions, or stuck, stagnant emotions. Again, all emotions are fine or good. They're just emotions, emotional states. But maybe someone's stuck in grief or anger. That, that can all be transmuted. It's all just energy in motion, right? It's all usable energy, as we say in the Native tradition. It's usable energy. But we can transmute it. And through transmuting the energy, we transform ourselves and our lives. And I always like to use the example of Mothers Against Drunk Drivers, you know, we have in the States. And maybe they're international. I don't know. Um, but to me, it's such a good example of being angry. I mean, really angry and pissed off. You know, your loved one, your friend was taken away in this way. But the anger gets channeled. So it's not so much that anger is bad. We have to really watch that. A lot of people kind of in the, you know, bliss bunny world, it's like, you know, doing the spiritual bypass and, you know, don't be fear, don't have fear, don't be angry, don't be sad. Well, those, that's part of the human condition and the experience, you know, being on the earth plane, the soul path on the earth plane. Do we want to be stuck there? No, you know, and just like, do I want to be stuck in exhilaration or joy and that I meet a friend of mine or I go to I don't know, their house or party or some kind of situation and somebody just had a loss and lost someone and I'm just like, oh, well, don't worry. They're still connected to you. You're still connected. It's just the physical presence that's God. I mean, okay, that's not empathetic, you know. So the realness is getting diving into our emotions and being able to play there. Um, so Sue was saying she woke up contemplating Krishna, um, that he came to her, complete focus on me. He wanted to see what I had seen and focused on me. I could see my mind expand and pictures were flying through my mind of my current life and then so many past lives. This only took a second, but it seems like so many lifetimes. So again, sometimes, you know, again, we're at this great turning point. A lot of times for many people, and especially right now on the path, what's so relevant as this huge turning point is a life review. Doesn't We don't just have life reviews when we're crossing over. And as a bereavement counselor and a shaman, I, you know, most everyone that I've worked with has had this life review. And I've ever, most of them been able to see as they're crossing over the pictures of their life. And then their loved ones will confirm, oh, yeah, they did this or your that picture meant this. Or right before they're crossing, they, you know, have this review. But it's not only when we're 
crossing the veil that we have these life reviews in big in times of big transitions, turning points, transitions that are life turning points. So we can psychologically in the inner psyche make peace with things and understand where we've come from, why something's happened or didn't happen, and put it in some kind of context to then move on. And then if you have a guide, whether it's in person or spirit or spirit guide or your higher self, God, Krishna, whatever it is, angels, archangels, can help you to come to terms and to peace. And again, that's that transmutation. That's the healing, making peace with the past to, to move on, to move forward. All right, I hope that brought some insight and understanding. And let's get to callers. And again, if you're in the chat or you just happen to be surfing by and you're catching the podcast, you're like, hey, I'd like to call in. That number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122. And press 1 on your keypad. And let's get to our first caller. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to the program. Hello, happy Thanksgiving. And I just want to know what you see, if you see like a a good job coming soon, because it's, you know. Okay, what's your first name? What's your first name? Stacy. 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 Okay. Right. Let's see what we got going on here. Okay, give me a little more context because I feel like either you just started looking or you're or you're looking for something different or going to be looking for something different. There's a there's a shift in your focus here. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've been applying and I'm hoping something gives. It's been quite a while since I found something. Yeah, now are you looking at something else though? Are you changing your focus? If not, you need to, is what I'm hearing. And that's going to help. Let's see. Let's see. Yes, it, it does show a job coming in. It's something a little, it's a little different. Um, I don't know about this, maybe kind of sad, which we are, but I'm getting, yeah, there it is. Something community-based, working with small groups. Working with what? Small groups. A group? I don't know if it's a group. I don't know, yeah, if it's project-based or you're going to be – I don't know if it's a leader or part of a small group, um, probably more corporate, but – Is it corporate? But something with working with, yes, but there's something where there's a group aspect, like maybe there's group meetings or there's group projects, project-based, where you're having to – not all the time, but you are having to connect within a group is what I'm hearing. Is but it to have anything to, a little. go ahead am, am i gonna am I gonna like it well, if you take it, you're gonna like it, you know you wouldn't be ta- but I, there's something else you're wanting to do you have to shift your focus a little bit or open up open up to open up what you're what you're looking at or what you're open to. That's the best advice I could give you without doing a, you know, without doing a personal reading. Because I feel like your question, there's something perhaps blocking or you need to widen your scope is what I'm hearing. So maybe yeah, I'm, finish, I'm, finish, you know. I'm finishing, I'm finishing, I'm finishing school. So I'm hoping to oh, get some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. After that then. Yeah. 
because it does, things seem to firm up more towards February. So, again, it's more of a you've got a little more going on. But I hope that helps you. hope that gives you some insight. So you said February, you. but, you know, do I have to worry about finances? Because yeah. I'm worried about finances. I so know. Much. Your question, I know. But you've got, you got a lot without because it's turning into more of a personal reading, private reading, because you've got some little nuances there. So what I can share with you right now on air is just you need to widen your scope of what you're looking at or looking for. And, and that's mm-hmm. where the, something will come in to tide you over. All right, Stacey, take good care and keep us posted. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. I would with? like to know if you can um, tell if there's any energy blocks for me. What's, what's your first name? What's your first name? Oh, my first name is Barbara. Hey, Barbara. Okay, Hello. energy blocks in what? In what way? The, uh, the Let's try to be is, specific because we're just tuning in. We've okay, got a lot well, of callers I, that are calling in. Okay. Right. Not just you. I'm, I'm saying that for other people too. Sure. But what I'm saying is um, in my spirituality, that's what I'm getting. I'm finding it harder to connect. I feel like things blocking me. I don't know if it's in my um, auric what? field or energetic field or what. Blocking away. Blocking what? Blocking you from what? Um, like like seeing through third eye. Just I don't know. I can't I just get this sense of blocking. Okay. I don't feel that. I feel like you're building a new foundation and well there's there's a little bit with beliefs maybe. So again, it may be um how you're expecting something to come through. Um but sometimes people want things to come through more visually, but they're hearing their messages or they're feeling it. So I feel for you you need to think mental, emotional, spiritual, other people, animal medicine. I mean, I just did a post on my blog on this. So you may want to go to soulplayground.life and opening up to the messages and keeping a little bit of a booklet to see, you know, how you're getting your messages. I don't feel okay. Okay, Barbara, I don't necessarily feel a block because I do feel the messages are coming in for you, but I feel like you're, you're a little misaligned. You're you're wanting it to come in a certain way or you're seeing things a certain way when it's another way. So really all you need to do is meditate, just clear or even just envision or visualize a clear slate. Like first you have to acknowledge, okay, I think it's going to be this or I think or this is what I really want. Now let me clear the slate and see what happens. Let me see the message that I get. So I feel you have a very fertile mind. You can think a lot and go round and round and round in your thoughts. And, you know, so I feel like you have to work with that. So you have to acknowledge what you're thinking or where you're at, what you're perceiving. Clear the slate through meditation or you can go for a walk or, you know, sometimes turning on water or taking a bath or going by the ocean. Just clear it and then ask again and then trust. What's the flash? What's the feeling? What comes through, right? Does that help? Yeah, well, what I was what I was referring to is because I could be able to look through like my third eye and I would see like 
um, a, a portal, but like a stars and, and like the sky, just thousands and thousands. Okay, now yeah, I can't I can't ever see it, and it's been for a long time. Okay, because long, what long I know, but this, okay, but you gotta re listen to this podcast. You're expecting your signs and things to come in a in a specific way. What because happens what is, but that's not that's not the but that's boring to the soul. It already knows that. If you're learning another way, you oh. see, you already have that experience. Okay. It's like for me, I'm clear audient, clear. I don't even I don't even I just open. I can feel it. I can smell it. Like I, sometimes I tune into someone and I can smell a cigar. And the people will say, oh, my God, that's my uncle. He always smoked a cigar. I, I can see it, feel it, hear it, whatever. It's just I just open as a channel. Not everybody okay. has that, but I didn't block myself. See, what happens on the path, your higher self will open up different pathways so that you become more, you know, full spectrum, so that you're getting your messages in different ways because it's, it's fun. The soul likes variety. It doesn't want to just get it. If that's part of your path to get messages in different way or to have different experiences, you know my old teacher Guru Muktananda as well as um, Guru Mai, because you know people would strive to see the blue pearl in meditation, and they would say, "Don't strive for physical manifestations. Don't strive for the you know try to get the siddhas, the magic. You know the, it will happen if it's meant to happen." And I remember for years, I didn't see a blue pearl. Everybody was seeing the blue pearl. Everybody got the blue pearl. And finally, I got the blue pearl. And I saw it multiple, multiple times. But I had to wait for whatever, you know. So that was my, my lesson, like, don't strive for the blue pearl. So don't get hung up. That's for all of us. Don't get hung up on this is the way that it's to manifest or this is the way it's to be. Just get curious like a child, like, oh. Now it's coming through for me. Now what is this? How is the message coming in? You'll once yeah, you open up and let go, you'll go back to the other. They'll you'll bring it back. It's you doing it to you. You'll bring it back. But they your guides, I so strongly feel your higher self, which is you, your true you, wants you to do this differently, wants you to open up to different ways of receiving and having this spiritual experience. That's why I said it's not blocked, you're just misaligned. Or is it a shamanic No, it's just your miss. Your miss. You're just. You need to go. You need to just open to see how you're receiving it, and go with that. Good question, though. Thanks, Barbara. Thanks for calling in. Keep Thank listening. you. You're so welcome. Love that question because we get hooked on certain ways that stuff is supposed to come in, you know, and it's like. Curiosity, you know, we always go back to what's the beginner's mind. Even I've been doing this forever. I've been born, was born psychic. I can't, I'm back at beginner's mind. <laughs> it's, it's just, there's something to these old adages that are thousands of years old. <laughs> All right, let's see. Who do we have here? Hello, and welcome to Awakening. What's your first name? Diane. What, I didn't hear that. Diane. Hey, Diane. Welcome. Do you have a question or comment? Yeah, I actually have a question for you. So, um, and I know this is kind of short notice, mm-hmm. but um, do you see me traveling for this holiday? Well, actually, for tomorrow. So, let me tell you what happened. So, I was on my way 
to visit family this yeah. morning. Well, yeah, so I was on my uh-huh. way to visit family this morning, and maybe halfway through my drive, I got this really bad headache, and it was to the point where I just turned back and Ooh. I came home. Now I feel better, but I'm wondering if I should stay home or if I should just continue. I still follow through with the original plan. Well, I definitely feel you need to have some boundaries. I don't feel that you got the headache means don't go. I'm not getting that. Those kinds of things usually come more from the gut, like queasy or something. Um, yeah. But I feel like I'm hearing don't lock yourself in. So is there something maybe you want to leave earlier, you arrive later? I'm definitely getting some Gemini energy around it, and it's like lighten it up. Be, be playful. There could be some, I don't know about your family, but there seems like there could be some verbal debate. Maybe there's been some arguments, exchange, or it could be lively at the dinner table. But I'm really yeah. getting, does this mean don't lock yourself in? So if, you know, if they, if they think you're going to be there eight hours or ten hours, when you get there, my suggestion would be, you know, loving, hugging, and this and that. You know, you guys, I might be leaving a little early this time, you know, or might you know, head off, because I feel if you just didn't show or you left, they might, like, without setting it up, like, with the boundaries. But your guides, um, you've got some great guides around you, by the way. They're really wanting you to um, lighten up the load and get more diverse, so less changing up the routine, if that makes sense for you. There's something changing up about your routine in life. Uh, yeah, you know, and it, here's the thing is right now, I'm kind of like, I'm just accepting everything as it comes. Like, I, there's a whole lot of stuff that I can feel, I can sense, I can almost smell that's different, but nothing has happened yet. I'm just awaiting, you know, for that to happen. But as far as well, my actual see, visit. Yeah, okay. but see, that's, um, the changing it up is where you're going. So there's something about not getting locked into things. It's not saying don't go, don't do this, don't, you know, that's up to you. But it's not getting, like, leaving yourself an, an out. Um, why does that happen? You're, you're becoming more empathetic or more of an empath. You're opening up more to other people's energy. And there's something about having more fun, fun in life. So I, you may have a lot of responsibilities. There's something changing or lightening up about that, Diane. So um, leave it so a little my, okay. flexible. Yeah, leave it a um, little well, flexible. I, I, well, the thing with this is, like, where I'm staying is with a relative, and that's where pretty much – that's where I get, like, the most drained. So I don't know how to break away from that because that's kind of where I'd be staying. <laughs> well, you that's what I'm saying. You set it up. You okay. know, if there's another room, like, you know, you go in there or I have my downtime. Um, you know, you set it up. See, this is training. You're in training wheels for your next step, your next level. So you said, you know, like years ago, I went, to, I visited a friend of mine, uh, actually a really good, a client, and then became a friend, client friend. And it was interesting because sometimes people, especially with the work that I do, they want to pull on me. You know, that's why I kind of very picky with yeah. where I visit. <laughs> But anyway, so I get up, I do my dream therapy, I do my meditation, I do my yoga, my I Ching, I have a whole routine, and, I re- and then I come out, or I come out for a little bit, and then I go back in my room, where I stay in the guest room, and then she's like, 
I can't believe you. So you do this every day. You have a whole, and I'm like, yeah. But I set it up ahead of time. I'm like, this is what I do. She just didn't believe I did, you know, I had this spiritual practice. Um, so that's okay. what you have to start doing. You know, we have to let people don't necessarily know. And then if they'd like to plug into us, you know, so you have to set it up that this is, I'm coming, you know, um, you know, you put a little note on the door or you don't tell someone you leave the dinner table or whatever, or you check, talk to your, you know, relative. And then you say, you know what, I'm going to go in my room now and read and have some quiet time and I'll see you in a little bit. So this is your training wheels. That's what I got to say. This is like a three at the minimum, but more like a five to six month learning lesson, learning curve for you on your path. So it's starting now during the holidays. Okay. All right, Diane. So the actual. Much peace. All right. Yes, oh, keep us posted. Thank you. Okay. Take good care. Mm-hmm. Bye. Hi. Hello, Michelle. It's me. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. It's it's Lee. Hey, Lee. Um, hi. I had called in. Um, I don't know a while ago. I and my husband and I are going through a tough spot. Um, and we're sticking to process and having things in flow. But my question is, is okay. when do you see um, like the love and like the passion kind of coming back around in? Okay. When are things going to get better? Yeah, you know, like kissing and yeah, okay. struggling and yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, it's a bit. You want it more on a consistent basis, right? I just want it to start happening again. <laughs> yeah. Probably it's a little inconsistent or a little patchy. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at it another way also. Until February, March. Okay. So I do feel it coming back around, uh, but you probably are going to be going somewhere together. You're going somewhere on your own. Um, by the way, I feel a lot of changes around you. Physical could be the body, could be energy, working out. Um, there's also a little flirtation that's going to be around you. Um, just a little, you know, it's interesting. Just a little, like, I don't know, it could be at the gym. It's someplace, someplace community, someplace with a group of people. Okay. So that's going to help. But I do feel like on some level, you both are learning how to be more yourself or more individual. And so the focus yeah. isn't so much of coupley, it's more individual or individually, coupley, individually. And yeah. let me look another way. There are changes coming up immediately, but there is genuine love there. It does show cooperation. It's showing you have to wait a little bit. Something the next week to two weeks is going to be better, closer. Four to six weeks, there's a conversation. Yeah, he's leaving to go to Vegas for a week. Oh, there we go. There's the travel. So, um. Something shifts, comes back, I would say, towards the end of this year into next, where your energy is much more magnetic. It's less, um, it's 
it's more yin, less magnetic, less electrical. So you okay. pull back or something. I don't know. There's something going on, and then I feel like there's some kind of reconnecting. Um, but it'll, it's definitely coming back is what I'm saying. It's showing you just have to trust. Trust in faith, okay. which I know is hard to do sometimes. Yeah. Trust in faith. Yeah. Okay. All right, thanks. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Great. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Michelle, Hi, this call. is Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Can you hear me? I can. What's the question? Hi. I'm calling... Um, my husband had a seizure on Sunday, and um, they're telling me that it was alcohol withdrawal-related, um, mm-hmm. and he's in the ICU right now, and I'm still kind of in shock. He'll make it. That it's yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Why are you in shock? Um, I, feel I guess I didn't that. realize he was drinking as much as he was. Okay. Well, now, does this um, I, I feel like he drank a lot and then pulled back a little bit and then a lot. So I feel like his um, – well, some people don't handle it as well either. Let me ask. Yeah, the definitely guys are saying he needs to distance himself from that. procedure. Yeah, it is the drinking. The drugs are drinking. Okay. Yeah, it is. And it's a destiny issue to get him to focus on his um, body more. You know, little, he's got hmm, such a little, you know, hmm, he's got a lot of trauma that he hasn't looked at in his life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Family stuff that it's time it's time is what I'm hearing. So okay. that's the turning point. He's got to, he's got to look at that. Um, I don't want to get too specific on here, but yeah, he's got to look at that. But I definitely feel that he's yeah, definitely been drinking a lot more than what you think. And I think he's probably okay. drank less in front of you or around yes, you. He did. Mm-hmm. But I, but I, but I do feel that he, yeah, he cut back in front of you, but he didn't cut back behind your back. <laughs> okay. Right, That's right, what's right. Going on. And I almost feel like he got okay. a warning or wake up call before on a health level. Um, yeah. So his doctor said something because this, this is not the first, this is, it's showing this is not the first time or, for, you know, that there's been an issue around it. Right. Okay. Um, is that true? Any advice from me? Yes, that is. Um, get your get yourself into whether therapy and or group. I, I find with um, family dynamic stuff, and then when you bring addictions in with enabling group stuff, really helps. If there's financial constraints, uh, CODA, codependency, okay. no more, AA. You know, this again, leave. You know, take what you can, leave the rest. Sometimes, yeah, I know it's not great, it can be boring, blah, blah, blah. But you really do need support 
Um, it's like somebody with any illness, terminal illness, chronic illness. I always, especially as a bereavement counselor and working with people and when I was doing a lot of medical hypnotherapy, I would always tell people around, you know, you need the support, but also we sometimes contribute and enable, especially light workers, well-meaning. That's what I would suggest right. for you, that you're going to have to really just get support because I feel like it's going to be a bit of a long haul. I don't feel like it's going to be like, oh, I've had the seizure and now I'm just not wanting to drink at all. You know, oh, I, I agree. feel like there's some yeah. real, is that true? Okay, yeah. So there's a real, yeah. not just emotional, there's a physical, physiological component, I feel, to the addiction. So that's, with, you know, sometimes it's just physical, sometimes it's physical, emotional, sometimes it's both. And I feel like he definitely has both. There's an emotional aspect, but there's a physical, physiological aspect also. Okay. So, yeah, the chemistry, his brain chemistry has changed because of the brain mm-hmm. in a big way. Like the neural pathway is really, you know, changed and underscored. It's grooved in. So, you know, things like him, by the way, with that, um, not only healing, but I feel acupuncture, energy work, and acupuncture, I feel, would be really helpful for him. Um, both of acupuncture, you. Acupuncture, okay. Specifically for him to, to change the, to help change the brain chemistry. You know, look online, you know, anything that could help him, because I feel like even things with serotonin boosters, um, like GABA, there's a source by Source Natural, GABA Combine, SAMI. Things that are going to help, um, you know, physiologically, you know, so in the hormones, with the neurotransmitters, you know, the endorphins, anything like that, I feel like can be really helpful. You know, kava kava, peas, he's going to need help physically and physiologically. So not just biochemically, but foods, you know. Mm-hmm. Certain foods with him will be triggers. I don't know. He's very physically based, is what I'm getting. I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. He's very physically based. That I hope that helps. Yes. Okay. You know. Yeah. It does. Oh, Absolutely. I, I appreciate okay. it. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hey, Michelle. It's Christine. Hey, Christine. Welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. I know I called last week. I like never get Wednesdays off. I was like, wow, I can call again. Um, so <laughs> I have a quick question. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So after we talked last week, I had like a lot of insight. And um, oh, good. I realized that part of the reason why I am in the position that I'm in at my job is to like free up other time. And lately, um, I just moved into a new apartment, and we've been I've been collaborating a lot with my neighbors, my boyfriend and I, on their art shows and everything. And one of them mm-hmm. is also does media, like photography, filmmaking, editing, and all that stuff. And she's been really trying to work with my boyfriend and I on collaborating in projects. Um, we're shooting something mm-hmm. today. And I guess I'm just kind of wondering where it's going because I'm really liking working together, and we've been, we have, like, a lot of plans, but... I'm wondering if these are actually going to happen. And um, you did say a couple of calls back that I need to start putting myself in front of the camera. And with this collaboration, I'm starting to do that, which makes me nervous. Oh, good. But I'm like, I'm going to follow the opening. 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know what it means, good. But. Well, guess what my coffee mug says right now. If your fears, <laughs> if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. If your dreams don't scare you. That's true. So, yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> I would yeah, it shows that it's something that's just building, but it could be just more about you getting out there more and getting in front of the camera and opening to do more projects, not just for other people as producing or production, but yourself. But it, yeah. I do feel like it is a it's part of your path. It's a destiny issue, so it's 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 not like just like pie in the sky or like oh I'm just doing this just to you know waste time. I, I feel like it's going to lead somewhere. I'm not sure exactly what with the two of you. It may not be something paid yet with the two of you, but I feel yeah. like it, it launches you. It gets you in a new direction. So okay. the, the two of you may be more like, I help you, you help me. There might be more of a right. barter thing that's going on is what I'm hearing. But I do right. feel like it's a it, it's showing it's really it's coming from the soul it's not just like oh i'm bored i'm just going to do this and it's not leading anywhere so right. yeah okay, trust cool. your, your intuition on it. it yeah it's building it's building something tangible is what i'm hearing amazing okay cool okay. I'm, i've it's been yeah. fun and like you know so i've cool. been liking it that's the soul wants to have fun yeah Keep us posted yeah i okay, really cool. really thank you so much you're welcome I think we have time for one more, and then we're going to have our awakening dialogue. And hello, uh, you're on awakening. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. What's your first name? Uh, Lucy. Hello, Lucy. What's your question? Okay. Um, Why you see me at work? I'm having like kind of. I had a new boss. And then um, I don't think our relationship going so well. Okay. Uh, what you pick? What you pick up in the relationship? The new one. My new boss. Yes. The new. Yes. Well, first of all, I feel you have to. Well, gosh, there's almost. It's definitely saying slow it down, and be cautious. Have some reserve. Um. I feel like you're seeing some things you don't like or don't understand. I, I, I feel like there's something perhaps with their friends or where they put their time, their energy, their group. There's something. It's also, Lucy, it's saying to slow down a bit and, and just have caution and reserve about dating this person or where it's going. And I also get like, Again, there's so many things and so many things going on with him. I feel like you don't know him that well, so there's some private things going on in his life. The little more involved. It's a, a woman. It's a woman. A woman. Okay. okay. Yes. Yes. We okay. used to have a, so, a woman. A, yeah. And now they change for another one because. Mm-hmm. Oh, they used to have someone else. Okay, because there's something. Yes. Are they more? Are they more the young, more the male aspect? No, everything most just. Um, I don't know. I think she. No, are they more has, dominant? She, are they the more a male? I know it's a woman. I know it's a woman, but I feel like there's something with commitment with their past. It's saying to slow things down. There, there's some. What is it that you're seeing? There's something that you're seeing that you don't like or don't understand. And maybe it's about their group, who they hang out with, their friends. There's something that maybe what I don't lie about the group that I am. It's, it's like a corporation, like everybody goes in groups. 
and then uh, oh, she is all about okay. work and uh, micromanagement. And yeah, she doesn't okay. see the big picture. Like I told picture. her, if yeah. Uh, yeah, I told her if That's I why. do my my work, my report, and I do extra work. And she say, right. oh, but doesn't matter. Uh, you need to be more cooperate. Cooperate. Like you have to be more into giving more ideas and this and that. Is like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I See, don't know. that's what I'm saying. I feel it's a karmic, well, I feel like it's a karmic learning lesson relationship. And you're, there's something, because there's something that's off, and you just told me, you're, her, her beliefs, how she believe you know, her group, how she thinks, it's, it's not in, a, as much in alignment with your beliefs and where you're going. And it's kind of pulling you down. It's kind of draining you. So I feel you're learning to cut out certain, like not let people get, how do I want to say, so close or dependent on them that are not having your best interests at heart or not just seeing, not celebrating you for how you are, not acknowledging you for your how you are and your unique gifts. So... Yeah, I would, whatever it is, is I would have some better boundaries with this person if you can. Because I just feel like you, there's a conflict. You believe one way and think one way about how to be in groups or in work, and they think another way. And I feel like they're more dominant. That's what I meant by the male energy. Yeah, they do both. It doesn't matter girl. Yeah, she said both. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Girl or guy, it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. It's just like they're more dominant on you or towards you. And so you're learning how to speak up for yourself or just not even have a conversation and just do what you need to do for you. All right, sweetie, I got a scoop because we have our awakening dialogue, but um, thanks for calling in and keep us posted, okay? Thank you. Bye-bye. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. All right, if you didn't get your question answered, we're here next week. We're here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. So I'm really excited. Um, new person that I have recently met, becoming friends with, a uh, very gifted healer. Um, actually, she did a little bit of work on Yoshi and was very gifted and accurate with Yoshi. Uh, so we have on our program today, uh, Sherry Getzenauer, uh, who's a genuine guide and healer who has been helping people in their spiritual and personal growth for over 20 years. As a gifted intuitive, Shari is able to identify blocks held within both the physical and energetic body. Shari developed her gifts through an apprenticeship with Papa Joe, a Maori Tahunga elder. While working closely with Papa Joe for seven long years, it helped Shari to develop as a clean channel. Shari now uses her powerful ancestry ties to assist people in releasing negative energies, holding them back from their true divinity. Hello and welcome to the program, Shari. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Did, now, how is it? Did I say your name right? What did you say? Geitzenauer? Did you say Geitzenauer? Oh, Geitzenauer. Geitzenauer. I thought you said it right. Love it. Sounded right. Yeah, maybe I did. Just making sure. And for our listeners, hi, Shari. Good to connect with you. Good to connect with you. Can yeah. you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, it's a little, like, uh, muted, a little bit. Muted or wobbly? Okay, I'll try to. Oh, I also want to give people, you have a, a website, Dreamcatcher. 
My actual website is help4healing.com, and the, okay. uh, the blog is dreamcatchershari.com. Okay, so if people want to contact you, it's better to go to help for healing the number four dot com. Because yeah. a lot of times people want to um, check out our guests while we're chatting. So Sure, sure. Um, oh, Tammy in the chat. Thank you. Sound is good. Thank you, Tammy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it could just be by phone. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's hard to hear, you know, different phones or whatever. So um, welcome to the program. I really want to find out more about your work. But I want to start okay. with how you got on a path. We always ask this, how do people get on their path, their first awakening, their spiritual awakening, and then how you were led to the work. Um, and I remember with the Maori, is that how pronounced it, Maori um, elders and healers yep. were traveling throughout the United States, um, especially in California. So how you were guided to that, it, it really helped our listeners to know, you yeah. know how to read the signs. How do you know how, in your awakening? Okay. Um, well, before I actually met my what became my teacher, uh, Papa Joe, I, was, you, I started with, you know, curiosity. And um, mm-hmm. I, I had done a vision quest with this woman. Her name was Denise Lynn. And... Mm-hmm. It, it was like I was being led, and um, it, it became like whatever I was interested in, and it, it, there was sort of a split. There was like my personality self, and then there was my soul self, and my soul was starting to lead mm-hmm. me to a new place, like I, my new work, um, make decisions that I mm-hmm. I was for a long time, so it wasn't so... Um, so clear back then but um yeah it was uh it it, first I started to you know um, read lots of books um seek Mm -hmm. out I did a vision quest with this woman I I I I then moved from London that I was living in and and, uh I moved to Los Angeles and that's where it really began and then I, I arrived here for a few years and floundered and worked with many teachers and healers and shamans and whatnot. And then I finally met my teacher who was here visiting. I had a healing session from him. Um, he was here with, the, with his tribe, the Maori healers. And um, I had what was known as a, um, an exorcism. <laughs> basically and he he okay. pulled from me a very negative energy which i was looking for a long time for someone to help me with this i didn't know i had <laughs> i didn't articulate it as that but it later was brought to my attention i was looking for him for a long time and um to release me from this like bondage really mm. and then um after that uh, I started to work with him. It was like a draw to come up and see him and work with him and work with the Maori healers. And I was very frightened of um, of the healing work. I was very frightened of the spiritual world. I was very frightened of spirits. <laughs> I've been like kind of ru- ru- running my whole life from them, you know. 
I didn't mm-hmm. want to. I didn't want to know. Mm. So every day. How did day you know got, this? Did you just pull away? Did you just pull away? How did you know that you were frightened? Um, it, it, it was a terror that came up in my body that consumed me. <laughs> that I, wow. I was like, okay. um, yeah, yeah. No, it was very scary path for me for a long time. Um, it, it, I didn't take it with like, uh, I, I find people today, some people running towards it. And I'm like, ugh, please. Right. I'm just running <laughs> from it. But what happened was, is that it was just more painful to run from it and not just to face it. And then um, things began to happen and escalate. And my abilities began to escalate and escalate. And it just took off like that. And I just started to work on people. But I had been working on people practically my whole life. But I I now knew that I was working on people, you know. I now knew mm-hmm. that I was being guided. It, it was sort of like I was starting to wake up, really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all this that was happening already just became more apparent. Mm-hmm. Now, something you said I find very interesting that I think a lot of people get at this point, and if you can kind of expand on this, you said that before you were like more, you know, ego or personality, but then the soul started guiding you more and more. Yeah. And yeah, that's fascinating. So what, how did you experience that? What did that look like? And how did you know it was the soul and where was the soul Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, that's a journey in itself. I mean, it's not like a, a decision or a workshop or like a, a, well, maybe sometimes, but um, it's sort of learning between the personality or the ego self, like, you know, what I get up and how I choose to, you know, um, you know, what food I like and how I want to dress that day. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, the personality and the soul is that deeper part of the self, the one who has, you know, incarnated on this planet for a reason and mm. this kind of bigger purpose, if you like. And um, mm-hmm. like I said, that, that it sort of takes time to hear which voice is which. And, you know, yeah. and we can, I can still go to sleep now, but not not for very long, but um, it becomes like a journey, you know. And and um, and I was with my teacher for many years before it became really apparent to what my path was, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there were yeah, I like there were there were plenty of things that were clouding me from really knowing that. Mm-hmm. And what. So I like what you say that it doesn't just happen, you know, it's this process. It's a process. Um, to hear that voice, right? To hear that voice and, and know to, that that's the voice, right? The, and to know. I mean, I, I in a lot of my blogs, they're super simple, but they're saying a lot in that the ultimate answer is 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 to remember who we are, to know who you are. In that place, mm-hmm. I mean, is mm-hmm is gold. And it, and it, like I said, it took mm-hmm. me a while and, and I knew when I really, that place really started to open up and I really started to awaken. I knew 
no money in the world could give me this. It's it's called work. <laughs> you know, you have to roll up your sleeves yeah. and you have to do the work, which so many people don't want to do. And and hence the, the my topic, the pitfalls on the spiritual path, like they want to be given the answer. And it's a lot of deep soul searching and being quiet and learning to listen from a different place. Um, not just from the personality, mm-hmm. like I want, I want, I want, I want, mm-hmm. I want, but from this like going for long walks by myself without a phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's it's a, my teacher Papa Joe kept saying, you know, it's like a it's a different type of listening. You got to mm. really get humble. You have to get out of the way and just listen. And slowly over time, you're led like little breadcrumbs and the signs are there. Mm-hmm. But the guides, the guides that are working with you and they and they mm-hmm. are, if you're legit and you're genuine, they're mm-hmm. working with you. They want you to do the work. You know, it's not about being it's about, on a platter. Yeah. Yep. Right. It's not that glamour. Yeah. So talk about a little bit about the work. And you know, you know, and what that is, and why? Why the? You know, what is that about? Because I know a lot of listeners. You know, people. There's a lot of bypassing right now. I'm seeing that with so many that it's just right. Like if they just take a workshop or a class, or they've been doing something a year, and now all of a sudden they're teaching and they're, you know. And oh like, man! Oh. Wow. <laughs> Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Personal work in there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, all that. That's that's the pitfalls that I'm talking about. But like, what exactly mm-hmm. is the work? Well, each individual yeah. is different, you know. And as I work with people, okay. you know, um, and I have you know several students. You each one has their own code, if you like, right? And it's no mm-hmm. like you do this. And you make a right here and a left here. It's 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 more like each person has it's it's well it's undoing your ancestry, you know. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like no, right. it, you know, of what you're born into, you know, the you know all those genetic codings of like your parents and your parents' 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 parents, and it's undoing all that, you know. Uh, and and knowing what your personal soul code is, you know, it's like I'm not this, you know. It's that awakening. Right. Like I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not this frightened little girl, you know. That I was very programmed right. into a fearful person. I mean, really programmed. I had a very strong victim consciousness, and I still can. You know, it's not like I've arrived. It's just that I can, you know, check myself a little easier. And, you know, I still have to do my work. And it's like I'm not that fear. And I had to overcome that in order to really start standing in my power and keep growing in that, you know. It's like remembering who you are. It's like, oh, and there are no words for that except experiencing it. And when you do, it's 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 a force to be reckoned with. And so many people are like, go save the world, and that's fine, but mm-hmm. go save yourself, you know, and do this work. Do your work. 
as you awaken, you will affect everybody around you. No kidding. That's the most powerful thing you can do, really. And that's really what I think is our true work here, you know, is, um, Mm -hmm. is that. And then, you know, hey, my work happens to be that I am a teacher and a healer, and I help others to awaken themselves, you know, and find their strength and find their voice in this world. And what are they meant to do here? And what's their soul here to do? So, um, you know, uh, once you do awaken, then you, you can really start to hear what you're here to do, what, why you are here. Mm-hmm. And it's genuine. You know, there's no, there's no yeah. questions. There's no questions in that, you know, and that's the strength. Mm-hmm. And a yeah, lot of the so pitfalls that said... happen is the mm-hmm. questioning. Meaning? Meaning you go out and you, you're, you're desperate and you're seeking answers with, um, with people that not necessarily are meant to give you the answer. <laughs> You know, right, right. It becomes right. a big challenge. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah, one of the I things you that you're talking. No, no, no. That's fine. I was just thinking that um, when we apprentice or we, the good teachers or the lineage is that the awareness, I would say, consciousness is an inside job. And so I love what you were saying that that's really what we're here to do because it's only through transforming ourselves that our vibrational frequency is raised or consciousness is expanded and that's what radiates out. It's not the surface stuff or surface teaching or surface it's the deep like generational transmission healing work, ancestral, you know, it's that deep work that changes the pattern. Amen. Uh, and it's and it, right? it, it takes it takes time. It takes time. However, mm-hmm. someone could come to see me and, like, things change overnight, but that's a result of them doing work for years, you know? <laughs> right. So, We're the trigger. We're a catalyst or, yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are some of the ways, um, and then I want to get into the actual work, but what are some of the ways that you see people can – what should they look for as pitfalls? You know, what should they look for maybe in a good teacher? A guide, oh, yeah. therapist, healer. Yeah, right? Yeah, all that. Ooh, it's huge. Yeah. And it's sort of like where um, I've been wanting to talk more about this for years. And I do personally with each individual where I see fit, you know. I don't mm-hmm. get okay. in the way of someone's, you know, in the middle of something. Um, but it's, you know, I feel it's important that I remember in the early days and, you know, uh, uh, feeling a certain way about certain shamans, healers, you name it, you know, uh, witch doctors. I was around plenty and just feeling like I got to get out of here. (laughs) Yuck. Yuck. And, well, they're spiritual and I'm a pipsqueak. No, that's get out of there, you know, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And follow, following what your body is saying, not like what your mind is being shown, the bells, the whistles, the, you know, the coded language that hooks you, 
I mean, there's lots of that now. I'm like, oh, my God. Someone who just has, that's all they're about is like hooks, 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 hooks. Really listen to your body. Feel your body, you know? And just, just how I seem to, what really seems to work is that I go to, I ask a question. I tune my sleep, my dreams into that question. I go to bed, then make a decision. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? See what your, your yeah. dreams are telling you. See how you feel the next morning. These are tools that work. You know, and let that higher self. So you're talking about self. using the tools all the time. It sounds like it's it's a, it's a way of life for you. It's absolutely 100% a way of life now. And, you know, over time, at first I was 10%. Then I became 20%. Then I'm like, I'm like, I'm full on, you know, and um, mm-hmm. because I have to be. And, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like if, if you're in, if you're in conflict of someone or something or doing something or doing some kind of work with a healer or whomever, you know, ask yourself, go to bed, ask the question, go to bed with it and, and just see what your dreams show you, see what you, how you feel in the morning, you know, let, let your higher mm-hmm. knowing yeah. wisdoms, infinite consciousness tell you. Don't be so quick to go with, you know. There's a lot of bells right now, and there's a lot of whistles. Yeah, a lot. And it's all, yeah, and it's all a lot of it's surface, and so there's really not that change or that growth. They're really not, you know. I don't know. My guys have talked about the glamour realm. It's all this. It's a lot of surface, you know. Yes. 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 Now, yes. One thing, when you when you work with people, are you seeing, like you talked about hooks, do we see that? Do you see that in, in them? Do you see the hooks energetically? Is that come in them? Like if when they come to see me, do I see the hooks? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Ener- yeah. 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 Sometimes I'm not shown right away. I'm only shown what they're ready to let go of, you know, because <laughs> somebody can mm-hmm. come to me like two or three times and I don't see the first time that particular thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, as they're ready, as they are ready, mm-hmm. you know, and their guides, mm-hmm. my guides working, bring to the surface that, which, you know, is like, oh, <laughs> Okay. Right. But a lot of times I do see it, you know, I do see it, mm-hmm. but maybe they're not ready to hear it just yet. And perhaps right. a little bit of healing needs to be done prior to, you know, removing the hook because they need, they might need something from that particular um, healer or something, you know, it might be a daddy issue. <laughs> they might be a mommy issue. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wounding. So That's they may where be they... working through some. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. They may and... be working through something. Ah, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot. It's not just like a, a one word answer. You know, it's it's to you know, it's it's all about. I don't know. A lot of respect going on here, you know, to mm-hmm. um, to help each individual. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the 
the depth and the sacredness will be able to get more into the mainstream? Do you think that that, or the newly awakening, I guess, the newly, will that be a part at some point? Oh, wow. Wow. I've never even heard anything like that question. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's hey. me. <laughs> like, oh, wow, I girl. Like that, I'm like, right, right? Because I, I, yeah. I look at that sometimes. Like, um, you know, it's great, you know, but, and it's cute, you know, bunny yoga, goat, yeah, I love it. It's all, it's all, it's all fun, and it has, but the real depth where the change is, is then it's, re- it's relying on a few, you know, even on this program, I would say just because someone's a best-selling author doesn't mean their consciousness is there. Yeah, They have totally. a good marketing team. Or they're, why totally. A lot of uh, times, why it's the less known people that have the most juice. And I, I you know, yeah. I've seen that. And you probably, in Europe, I mean, you've just, the elders, they're, they're holding such space. There's so many light workers that people don't know about or elders, very powerful people. Yeah, oh, yeah. That are right, making huge change. So, I, yeah, so I wonder, I'm like, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, what, just through my own training over the years, like in the early mm-hmm. days when I first started to awaken and talk about some of this to people. I would get attacked, energetically attacked. And I feel it's just now. I mean, we're talking years later. I'm even saying a little bit in you know yeah. on air out loud. <laughs> so it, I mean, I've I've I I talk to certain individuals as they are ready. It's not about me you know saying anything and showing off or my teacher was oh. <laughs> I mean, he knew a lot, but, you know, there was nothing but a humble man sitting there. You know what I mean? Mm, So I feel ultimately that it might be almost impossible. Interesting, because it's at a certain level. Yeah. There's a reason. Right. So I wonder what their form or function is. So there's a function to everything. So that must be, there's a reason they're playing that out, you know, or they have just that level. It's a more of a diluted energy, you know, but it's a lot of it out there, like you said, a lot of bells and whistles. There's a lot of it out there, but it's kind of diluted um, in frequency. But I just heard from my guy, everything is needed and necessary. So I guess there's just some people are going to be drawn to more of the diluted. Absolutely, you know, and and okay. I and I realized that over, and that's part of my wisdom of working because, like, over time, like, um, you know, that phrase, uh, "Don't cast your pearls before the swine," you know, that whole thing, yeah. and that yeah. that that phrase over the years <laughs> comes into play. It's like, you know, not everybody is fully gonna be on board. You know, they don't want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so you speak accordingly to each, you know, as with each individual, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it almost reminds me. I remember like when MP3s came out, and it's fine for me to hear. I, I don't mind music, you know, on that. But I remember some of my what do you think audiophile, you know, the musicians, and they abhorred it. They could hear that. Oh, it's very sterile. 
analog. It's rich and warm, and you hear the the, the notes of the guitar or the key. So I guess we're what we're formatted to. There's a certain group that's just going to be formatted to what's more surface or diluted, and that's what I'm hearing you say needed and necessary. That's fine. Yeah. That that's just the way that will be. You know. Yeah. Yeah, not all souls are here, you know, to, you know, do the same thing, you know. So, um mm-hmm. I, I I um you know, so that that that's taken into consideration for sure. Yeah, Tammy in the chat is saying meeting people where they are is true wisdom. Yeah. Oh, pretty, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, so and dive and in a little bit about your teacher and the um, Maori. Maori, yeah, you're saying it right. Maori, Maori, okay. Um, the healing tribe and the what you some just a little bit of what you learned and what is the type of healing that you were initiated into. Okay, well he. Um, you know, there's the early phase you were, you know, it was a lot of body work. I mean, what they do, the Maori healers is, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's like golfing and uh, entity removal from the body. It's um, uh, multidimensional. It's very powerful stuff. I highly suggest it. But, um, but what he was doing with me was helping me develop my work is not just on the physical plane it's on uh, many different dimensions and that's just mm-hmm. what my my healing was about so he recognized that and allowed that to happen you see and what mm-hmm. i was what i was what what so let me stick to the question. <laughs> so no, um, go however you want to go. <laughs> yeah, woo! <laughs> I could go anywhere with it. Yeah, it's just I could talk for hours. But um, but spe- but specifically, what you're asking is a little bit about like what his style was. Yeah. Yes. And then what, what and his then what healing? Can, well, what, what I, I a little. I mean, so much, but. Yeah. I mean, I, from the early days, we were we were working multidimensionally, and and he would say to me, "I'm glad you understand this," and I thought, "I don't, <laughs> I don't understand it." But then he would walk away, and I would think for another five months about it, and you know, it's just, it was just what I was already doing, you know, and he just mm-hmm. made sure I was safe enough to continue that and mm-hmm. be protected enough to continue my work and my mm-hmm. work was physically it was astrally it was cosmically i every time i would work things would show up and um and and he didn't necessarily teach me that he just kept teaching me that i wasn't going crazy you know yeah. and um and it was it was so simple for me that part was simple. Mm. You know, it was, I'm from a long line of healers. I'm, it's my, in my genealogy. I've been doing this for lifetime. So all this was easy, you know. Mm-hmm. What was hard mm-hmm. was getting out of my way, you know, the mental stuff. Mm-hmm. The, I had very low self-worth, and I still do. And 
I just didn't, I didn't have any confidence in myself. Mm-hmm. You see, and sometimes his, those make the best healers. You know, because you're there by default, right? Your heart's so open, right? Like what? Like huh? Like how did I? Like what? I I, I still am. I'm still in awe in every single session, or when someone shifts. Yeah. Or when I'm right, you know, like they're like, wow, you were right. Or, you know, my, wow. I Sorry, I'm the know? same. I'm the same. It's like each, I am the same. And I'll have clients or friends say, well, you know this, or you're accurate, or I told you. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but isn't that bizarre how that <laughs> happened? It's real. Ooh, you know? I was right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'd rather, I'd honestly, I'd rather have that childlike that I have and, and, and be a little less confident than be too cocky, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because I, I know I with being cocky, I've gotten my butt kicked. So, you know, just yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you work with people in person. Do you, are you able to work um, virtually as well? How does that work or how do people come to you? Every way, like I've I've been doing. I do remotes. I I um, they come to see me. You know, uh, yeah. So both, all the above, and and they're all just as good. Honestly, if anything, I think sometimes the remotes are better because then they don't see me and the personality doesn't get. You know, right now I'm a voice from beyond. You know, like ooh yeah. And when people come in sometimes to my home, it becomes about like. They're, they're studying you. They're looking at your hair. They're judging you. They're like, well, she doesn't seem very spiritual, you know, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. She doesn't look like whatever. what a Madison woman yeah. should look like, you know. Yeah. So that sometimes becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rather, right now, I'm a, a voice on the phone, like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. And also, I find that as well, you know, you're just – it's objective, and you're just working straight with the energy. You're just getting from the guides. Or yeah, totally. Amen. Yeah, that just you, that's it. Yeah. yeah, right? Sometimes yeah, it's better. Yeah. It's all it's good. It's all good. Yeah. But um, I find, you know, um, yeah, I find, like I said, the remotes sometimes are just easier. Because there's no person, mm-hmm. the less personality involved. And because yeah. a lot of times I don't know them from Adam, and I'm just reading them, like, do, 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 yeah. do, do, And then they're like, oh, how does she know yeah. that? Yeah. Yes. Pure spirit, less form. You're, you're tapping yeah. right into that spiritual. Oh, I love talking you with know, you. Spirit. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to have fun. <laughs> and I think what you're bringing to so many, you know, it's, it's, I think, first of all, how you were on your path and, and, I love what you said about going from the personality and then more the soul leading, you yeah. know, and how you listened. Um, in fact, I remember one of the conversations you and I had um, off air telling you some stuff I was going through. You said, oh, you listened, you listened. And I think that's the biggest part of the path is, is people have to start listening, right? You have to yes. start listening to that other, like you said, that other part of the other voice. Yes. Um, I've I've mentioned this several times. It's like um, a radio dial. You have to, like, change the channel and, like, fine-tune that, like the old-fashioned dials from, like, the old radios. Yeah. When that was in between that station and you have to, like, fine-tune it, that's that's what you're doing. It's like going from, like, 
you know, a mainstream station and then, you know, tune, fine tune it. And, and mm-hmm. it's a, you have to, you have to um, change down gear. You have to slow yourself down. Oh, and, okay. And, and ground yourself. Right. Ground the energy. You know, like, if I can give anyone the biggest uh, tip right now, and that is to ground your energy. Because mm. a lot of the higher frequencies can't come in if you're not grounded. Yes. Yeah. I had that before, you know, I was so like spaced out all the time. Yes. And one of my teachers said that, yeah, you're never going to go to the next level. It's nice to experience, but it grounded. Now, let me just, we just have a little bit of time left. Oh, I have to have you back on again. Why is the slowing down, the slowing down, and, you, and you've emphasized it here, why does that always, why does that seem so important? It seems to be impo- so important. Well, it's like sort of coming now. You, it's like in order for, it's like a grounding cord. You know, like like a house okay. that if you don't have your electricity grounded, you're going to get electrocuted. You know, mm, if we're talking okay. like energy is just electricity. It's like slowing down is like it's 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 right. It's, it's bringing yourself into present time. You know. And we're here okay. in this dimension because of that, you know, um, to be here now. Mm-hmm. Slowing down. The slowing down. In order to enter that place, you have to slow down. I mean, if you listen to Eckhart Tolle, you know how slow he is. Mm-hmm. You see him, he's like, talks very mm. slow. And the energy expands open. You're like, oh, wow. Wow. Powerful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <sighs> Sorry, this has been amazing. Uh, we're winding out of time now, but I've so appreciated all that you've shared, and you have an open invite to come back. Yay. It's really been, yeah, it's been so insightful. I've, I've really, uh, really have loved what you've shared. So thanks for taking the time to be on the program. Thanks so much for having me. Take care. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, that was Shari Getzenauer. Um, you can contact her at helpforhealing.com, and that's help, the number four, healing.com. Fascinating. I love that whole idea of the slowing down and the listening to the other voice, getting to know the other voice. Great, great insight. Uh, Tammy, thank you, too. Thank you, Shari. Michelle. Great conversation. Yeah. Thought so too. Uh, thank you everyone in the chat that's been grounding the energy and contributing. And thank you everyone that called in. And of course, those that are listening later in the archives as well. Um, connect with me, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. I would like to keep connected with everyone. And of course, for guest suggestions, topic suggestions, questions that you want answered on air, you can go to awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or connect with us on the Awakenings community page on Facebook. Yeah, let us know um, what you like about the show. You know, if you want some changes or some suggestions, just let us know. We're totally open and co-creating this with you. 
so again, our guest, Shari Getzenauer, and you can connect with her at helpforhealing.com, help, the number four, healing.com. And until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?